Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. I'm here with executive producer and co-host, Mark Griffith. Thank you so much for joining us. Very excited to have you here with us today. We hope that we can provide something of value to your week. And I'm definitely excited to be having one of our guests on that we've had multiple times. Before we get to Steve, I do want to tell you guys how to plug in with the Housing Hour. You can go to the uh, Treasure Trove Mothership, thehousinghour.com share our past shows in our current show with friends and family alike. You also can go to Facebook, facebook.com slash the housing hour. Just search for us and you can locate all of our incredible content that we share throughout the week there as well. Um, and you can also locate uh, Mark on Pinterest. You can get him and he will uh, pin you up some fantastic pins and so forth. You have to know when to pin and when to post and when to tweet. Right, you know, need to know when to snap and when to, to whatever else there is. Post a story. Our there's guest all, knows. All yeah, about there's that. all kinds of things. So today on the show, we are continuing our Leave It to Kleber series, and that is Steve Kleber. Steve, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to be with you on the Housing Hour. Absolutely. Well, the Leave It to Kleber series has been one of our more popular. A series for sure, and definitely one that um, I have been known to go back and listen to shows for. And um, Steve is a, definitely uh, an expert in, in everything marketing and helping just to sort of highlight things within the industry that he loves. And that that's a variety of things, housing industry, the builders uh, industry, you know, which is also the housing industry, real estate in general. Um, and he has just an exhaustive, um, you know, research that he's done with his team about what does work, what was, what doesn't work. And, you know, a lot of the things that are just, you know, top of mind, they're high value uh, pieces of information that Steve has been able to help us boil down in the past. We'd love for you to go and check out the series. It's there on thehousinghour.com. Um, and today we're talking about what is a, hits close to home, to be honest, for both Mark and I, and that is about aging in place. So Steve is going to help us explore that growing trend and also share some of the latest like products and solutions that can be implemented in homes, which really is the key, making a smooth transition for those who opt into wanting to age at home in their place of comfort. So Steve, why don't you do this? Explain what it really means first and foremost. What does age in place mean? Sure. It's the concept of living in one's own home as opposed to going to a nursing home or assisted living. And it's preparing that residence to accommodate your growth safely, independently, comfortably. There's an organization you've probably heard of called the AARP, the Association of Retired Persons. Mark loves it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, they they recently had a survey that said three out of four is a, adults want to stay in their homes mm. and they want to live in communities that are going to age with them. That's cool because part of that really, they have a desire to be able to just for respects per, I mean, really it's a, a lot of just a personal respect type of thing where we want to be able to prolong their ability to 
sort of uh, work outside of having to go to a hospital or being in a retirement home or any other type of facility, it gives them just a lot of independence and, and confidence and self-esteem. Right. And homes are being built this way even before you need it. Mm. So there are some ideas that you can think about in terms of new construction and in remodeling that's going to make your house more accommodative to yourself, but also for a resale. Oh, wow. So like, for instance, Mark, when you go to do, just as an example, it's not meant to be funny, but if you were to go do a remodel, remember back when you guys put the, you took the garage and turned it into a room at your house? Back a right, long, long right, time right, ago, right. you know, for somebody that's thinking about doing that, maybe you could consult with the folks that, that Steve is talking about to future proof the house for maybe some type. Is that what you're talking about? Kind of. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's no reason that your home needs to look like a hospital. Room. Right. There are ways to design your uh, house so that it not only takes care of you, but doesn't add any clues to say that we have designed something for uh, mobility access. For example, why must we have front steps on our door? Mm. Why can't we widen our doorways to 36 inches so that in the future, if we mm. need a wheelchair, for example, and it can look elegant in the meantime. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. That in enough room to put the pumpkins out still, and then later it'll be the meals on wheels. Go ahead, Mark. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. And if we're, if we're redoing a bathroom, for example, let's put blocking behind the walls in case in the future we want to put grab bars on there. Very good point. That's so true. And we see a lot of times, uh, Steve, in, in some of the mature uh, neighborhoods uh, with the um, the uh, the timbers come out, the wood comes out, and they put that planking up for the decking to go over those steps that you were talking about. Is there a way to properly retrofit a house that has that front stoop that, you know, instead of building the uh, the decking and all that, it's mm. kind of unsightly. Yeah. Well, and it could be that you create an entrance for yourself that might not be the front door to avoid having that ramp, but you could come in through the kitchen, for example, or through the garage. One, one interesting trend that we're seeing, particularly on two-story buildings, is that the closets are designed where they back up into each other in a central core so that in the future, those closets can be removed and an elevator added. Huh. That's very interesting. Well, elevators more and more just in the times that I've been around the country, whether that be a vacation. I mean, there's a lot of homes that have economical costing elevators, which for those who want to live in a house with two stories, you know, I remember back in the day, Steve, where remember when that first came out with the stairs and you had that little, you know, you sat in that chair and it sort of took you up the steps. Um, that's still an option, I'm, I'm sure. But there's also nowadays you can find certain uh, manufacturers where you can get elevators that do the same thing. It's just a matter of it's moving somebody from the bottom floor to the top floor. Right. And, and that's why master on the main is so important in many house designs. Mm. Uh, it can be an au pair suite. It can be a mother-in-law suite. And ultimately, if when you don't want to navigate the stairs, you've got that master right there on the main floor. Yeah. So you talk about the people that are out there remodeling right now. What, what, I guess what is the percentage, I don't know if you have a percentage, but of the remodelers that are thinking about this, because this is a, I mean, 
let's be honest, remodels or remodelers are trying to differentiate themselves and make themselves um, stand out because sometimes people are getting two, three, four quotes because that's just what they do. So how many of those out there that are building, remodeling are actually capturing this type of thought process? It's been estimated that more than 75% of professional remodelers are involved in projects wow. designed to enable homeowners stage in place. That's I'm amazing. the president of the National Remodeling Foundation, and this mm-hmm. is a concept that we speak about all the time. After all, the baby boomers, um, I'm, I'm included in that group, I'm proud to say. <laughs> we're thinking about uh, taking care of ourselves, but also making sure that we're remodeling with the future in mind. Well, my little Gen Z children better be thinking about it, too, <laughs> to be sure, honest. Because, yeah. because that audience is an important audience, and it will continue to be that way. Yeah, that's very interesting. And, you know, the so aging in place, is that a concept? Is that a name that is universally known? Is that one that you guys came up with? Because, I mean, it sounds very, very good. Aging in place, and the other term that you're likely to hear is called universal design. Uh And the concept there is, once again, that it doesn't look like we have created a mobility-challenged environment, but Mm -hmm. instead one that ages with you and is just as appropriate for someone with Gen Z children, as you just mentioned, as someone who is um, in, in a wheelchair, for example. There's no reason that the home can't be universal. Mm. in its design yeah so so you are the president of the uh remodelers what was the that you're the president of i'm the president of the national remodeling foundation mm-hmm. it's a nonprofit organization that studies trends in the remodeling industry and we give scholarships to people to enter into the um into the arena mm-hmm. i'm also involved in the home projects council mm-hmm. which is a organization that thinks about how people get involved with maintenance and repair and projects and what are their motivations. And I'm here to say that the motivation to design a home for universal design or for aging in place should be at the top of that list. Yeah. And, you know, we go back to talking about um, one of the core values of MIG, for instance, is doing the right thing. And that's really doing the right thing. And you sort of, it's a win-win for people who are out there remodeling. So if you have somebody that's listening right now and you have a desire to, you know, A, it's a win-win for you. You're going to differentiate yourself from other vendors or other builders or other remodelers, but also you're kind of doing the right thing. And it's, it's because I don't think that I would even think this, think about this until I now have met you and listened to what you have to say, because there are huge obstacles when people look to want to come home. Um, I had my, my grandmother passed away in February, but before that, you know, we were transitioning to hospice. Um, but she lived at home all the way up into the moment where she went into hospice. And when hospice came in, you know, this was at the end of the life cycle, certainly. But um, there was challenges, you know, for instance, um, just being able to get up the steps, you know, when when we can't when we brought her home. And, you know, there's just there's things that we all as, you know, grandkids and then the kids and then even, you know, siblings of the person who's at that place where they're wanting to, you know, age in place that we all can just help to educate ourselves. I mean, so what you're doing is, is, is really awesome. 
And I'm here to give your listeners some very cost-effective advice. We can talk about elevators all day long, but (laughs) the truth of the matter is there's some very inexpensive opportunities that I'm looking forward to sharing with you. That'd be great. I definitely want to hear that because, I mean, we could also do pulleys. You know, you set up a pulley system. That might be something that's good. Um, You know, we kind of talked about this, but I want to just drill down here a little bit more. Um, Ultimately... Can you just sort of go back over what the keys are to why it's become more popular? Just because the population is aging. We've Mm -hmm. got better medicine. We've got uh, more physically fit and concerned about nutrition. Mm -hmm. And the biggest group of people with the highest degree of wealth are the baby boomers. And they're, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, entering into their 60s and 70s. Just look at Mick Jagger and the Stones. They're still rocking. That's right. Exactly. I don't think you could build a uh, a lot of stuff for a Mick Jagger home. You'd have to have a a dance floor and all kinds of stuff, which is fine. Because, I mean, a lot of those folks are moving like Jagger. There's no doubt. Right. That was a reference to a song mark yeah. that you wouldn't know hey um, steve let ahead. me let me ask you a question um if is this a like a group family decision when you go through this what are you finding in the trends i mean it, it seems to me like um if you have somebody that's elderly they're living in the home and you're coming across this they want to age in place is this something the entire family should be involved with like kevin had mentioned and get input on that they certainly could, just like retirement and, and uh, giving to charity. There's there's lots of opportunity to share with the family. But by the same token, I, I keep emphasizing, these are decisions that you could make in terms of the, the width of your doors or the position of your um, light switches or curbless showers that we'll talk about that are decisions that you can make that will be seamless. Absolutely. There will be no indication that you've uh, been concerned about somebody aging. Hang on to that thought. We're going to grab right back onto that uh, line of thinking right after these messages. We'll be right back. Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host, and I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer, co-host, and Pinterest extraordinaire. Thank you guys for joining us uh, into the Housing Hour today. We'd love for you to go to thehousinghour.com um, or go on Facebook. Check us out there. We're on Instagram as well. Uh, we're not on Snapchat yet, Mark. I think we are. No, I don't believe so. Oh. Steve, are you on Snapchat? Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. There I'm, you go. I'm everywhere you want to be. I For a baby it. boomer, this guy is on it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's wonderful. Well, you know, it's great to have Steve on again. The Leave It to Kleber series uh, knows a little bit about everything. And uh, Mark is June and I am uh, Wally. So we are, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Steve, uh, again, thank you so much. And this has been just insightful. Mark and I were just talking off air about, you know, we had, and and Mark made the mention that this isn't something that we really had thought about. And, you know, he he does have a father-in-law who has had to have a little more attention because of some medical issues. And, you know, now that this is, a, a, you know, on the table, it's helping just not just him, but, you know, everyone to be able to see what are what is possible. 
and what we can do to help. So what are some of the bigger trends? I mean, you talked about, you know, the adding blocking behind the walls, maybe for the future grab bars, you know, for people, you know, getting in and out of a shower, getting, you know, being able to use the restroom with um, care and efficiency and so forth. Um, what are some other things beyond those? Well, since you mentioned the bathroom, um, that's a great place for us to start. There's some great opportunities in terms of remodeling. One of the toughest things for the older generation is to lift themselves up into a tub. Mm. And so why not create a European-style bathroom with curbless showers? There's no reason to have a curb when you can have a linear drain. That's one of the rectangular-shaped drains that will keep the water from coming out into the middle of the bathroom. Mm. There's a company called Lux Linear Drains. You can find them at LinearDrains.com, and they basically allow for the water to be caught without having to put a curb or what some people call a dam. If you will, these are showers that don't give a dam. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So tell me more about this curbless shower. Is this something that, you know, you don't, obviously it could be for anybody, but you know, there's a lot of things that you can benefit from just not just, you know, having, because spilling onto the floor could be hazardous to somebody's health. If you're, you know, 85, 90 years old. I mean, for me, it would even be hazardous. Mark, he could, you know, hurt himself, but you know, being able to catch yourself i mean or if you fall you're going to break a hip or something right so you you want to make sure that the wet area of the shower is separated from the dry area mm-hmm. so in case you have for example a wheelchair you can roll from the dry area into the wet area but in doing so it's creating a seamless european design mm-hmm. where you have a lot of glass and you have a lot of view areas associated with your uh, bathroom it, as i said in the previous segment it doesn't have to look like a hospital room in fact it can look like one of the finest hotels in europe just by having a linear drain inside a curbless application i love the linear drain i'm looking at it on that website but the uh, you know on on TV, they have these ads for these uh, tubs. I think Pat Boone is doing an ad. Mm-hmm. And, and where the door opens up and they walk into this area and they close the door and they sit down and they, you know, so it's, they don't have to step over the lip of the tub to get in. Is that what you're kind of describing? I'm, I'm having trouble visualizing this. Mm-hmm. Correct. Well, in, instead of having a tub alternative, we're talking about a shower room. Most people are interested in the shower with multiple heads and body sprays. Gotcha. And, um, you know, the, the tub is an interesting concept, and there are walk-in tubs, but they look like an um, uh, older generation who had to remodel for their mobility access. My suggestion is creating a shower that looks like a European fine hotel, but actually gives you the ideal layout for people with disabilities or mobility challenges. And you can never even tell that it was designed for mobility access. Yeah, because on this website you mentioned, it's really great. I'd recommend people go to it. And it looks like they aren't selling them. I mean, they do have a section for healthcare, but I mean, their stuff is not specifically for that. I mean, they're talking about it looking good. So to your point, this is for um, having a little bit of style by also future proofing your bathroom. 
Right. Clean, contemporary looks, large floor tiles, which is a growing trend. Mm -hmm. And these are simple renovations that you can design for yourself that will stand the test of time. Mm -hmm. Whether you're young, whether you're old, it's going to be a beautiful bathroom. Yeah, that's so cool. And um, the, the, the tub in, let's say, the linear drain, um, I'm trying to describe it for people that may not be at their website right now, but it kind of looks like a air conditioning vent, but really long in a way. Really long and yeah. getting away from that center uh, hole in the middle of the shower mm -hmm. looks like a round circle and slopes down this way. You don't have to create any of that center drain. You yeah. can almost hide so it provides two purposes. One is for a clean look, a contemporary stylish look mm -hmm. where the drain isn't the central feature and the ability to, when necessary, wheel a wheelchair over that curbless application. See, I'm almost thinking in my mind that this is something I would want if it, just because I like the way it looks, <laughs> you know, that's exactly how you're supposed to feel. Yeah. And that's what universal it. design and aging in place is all about yeah. saying that. I love that when I'm in my twenties, just as well as when I'm in my seventies or eighties. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, my sister, <clears throat> and she'll be happy. I gave her a shout out. Um, she, she is very much, I mean, I don't know that she knows that she's doing this, but she does things that are very, contemporary and, and very forward thinking. And just as an example, she just built in her garage, something I would never even think of, but it was a dog, a dog bath. It was a, basically a shower for a dog in her garage. And you could do, it has multiple uses. I mean, it doesn't have to be for a dog by any stretch. It could be a multiple uses. Like I mentioned, um, in, in the way that it's, it's set up, it's very accessible for someone who may not be able to, you know, reach over and, and grab something because it, it pivots and allows you to, to have the shower head closer to you and your spraying could be, you know, whatever, could be anything, could be a place where they, you know, spray off, you know, uh, shoes, it could be a place, but those are the kind of things that people are probably doing without even knowing it. And if they just had this lat, this one little piece, this aging in place concept, then they could, you know, basically take one extra step if it need be and make it accessible for, for everyone, them and the future. It's, it's about your lifestyle choices. That, that uh, shower that you just described for pets mm -hmm. could also be used as a potting area to mm -hmm. water plants that might be on coasters that wouldn't want to necessarily uh, get lifted up. It could be rolled out. It could clean gardening tools. Yes. There's so many applications depending on what your hobbies are. That's right. That's right. And, and, and my sister, bless her, she, she has this um, dog shower in, in the uh, garage there, but she still pays somebody to drive out and actually clean the dogs in her um, outside once a week. So I think she was building it because it, it, it was something that everyone wants in their home around that area. And that's it. You know, hey, when you go to sell your house and you have some of this um, added benefits that have been future proofed for, you know, other generations maybe that are aging and so forth, you don't even have to sell it as that. You know, it's just on the MLS, you're not going to say, hey, this home is also for people who want to age in place or you could who knows i mean i mean we only have about a minute and a half in this segment but i mean is this marketable absolutely you want to be able to have your house suitable for as many people as possible 
Okay. And when you have masters on mains or when you have curbless showers uh, and some of the other aging in place in universal design, you're only expanding the radar of how many people can purchase that home. I love it. I love it. Well, we're coming into the second segment and we're going into the third segment here and we're going to continue with Steve Kleber. We're going to get into some other technologies and some other ideas because we've got lighting, we've got cabinets, we've got some other things that we want to get to and we want to talk about all those things right here while we're bathing. Yeah. So continue with us right here on the housing hour. in the bear well i was out and know there was a party going on there was a splishing and a splash grilling with the feeling moving and a grooving the housing hour with kevin ray continues helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it again kevin ray welcome back into the housing hour this is kevin ray I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer, co-host, Pinterest extraordinaire, and we are thankful for him. If we didn't have him, Pinterest would probably have went out of business. I'm just kidding. Mark does like Pinterest, but he just likes to look at the pins and not post, right? The history. The history and stuff. Yeah. So we are continuing our series today, the Leave It to Kleber series. We have Steve Kleber. And Steve, how can people just get in touch with you or look at your blog? You have a lot of great content. We'll have that on our website as well. The easiest way to keep in touch is KleberAndAssociates.com. That's K-L-E-B as in boy, E-R, and Associates.com. Okay, perfect. And we'll definitely have that connected to this post as well. But uh, we were talking, we have been talking about aging in place, and um, that is really allowing for a home to uh, be able to support you as you continue through your Um, older years and um, be able to be functional and also stylish and then at the uh, end there of your of your journey and that might you know be 80 I was looking at what the average age was now I think it's like 83 years old and, and rising depending on if you're male or female and so forth but as you get older and look hey we're all going to at some point unless I don't know of a new technology we're all going to move on at some point and what the goal is and what the hope is for everybody is that we can do that in as comfortable a situation as possible and and stylish and stylish and safely yeah and safely and and you know people want to stay at home that is a growing trend that is what we want people to do and on top of that when um you know 50 years ago or even 30 years ago when you were 80 years old um let's face it you you weren't as mobile as you are today And my grandmother, who was 97 years old, she was driving up until about two weeks prior to her having a stroke. So it's not as if, you know, our population, I mean, there's a lot of people that may not be as mobile, but like in my grandmother's situation, she was very mobile and you want to be able to access the same luxuries that you had when you were 50 or 60. So um, let's touch base also uh, kind of back into the the bathroom a little bit, Um, but I know that you know, a lot of people think, of course, that bathtubs and showers, you know, when it comes to modifying bathrooms, uh, make them more accessible. But what areas are more important, maybe, or other areas that are more important? Sure. Some very easy um, remodels are um, providing heated towel racks, 
smart home water monitoring, and a concept called groutscaping. So starting with the heated towel wraps, there's a company called Amba, A-M-B-A, ambaproducts.com. They offer 150 or so heated towel racks so that when you come out of your curbless shower, you can grab and have a towel that is already warm. Wow. And the amazing benefit is it reduces the need to replace or wash those towels. You put it back on the rack after you've used it, it dries out, and you use it again. That is Unbelievable. And the what was the other thing? The grout something? Groutscaping. That caught your attention. So yeah. so many people think that a bathroom remodel has to be over encompassing. But the reality is is you can scrape out your grout and replace it with something new. There is a company called Lidacol out of Italy that makes designer grouts that are absolutely 100% eco-friendly, zero risk, they call it. Mm. And they come in different colors, jewel tones, metallics. There's even a grout made out of ground diamonds. Wow, that would be one, something Mark might be interested in. Um, what was the name of that company? That is called the Tile Doctor, T-I-L-E doctor.com. Mm. Lidacol is the name of the grout, but so many people think about tile as having to uh, remove and replace, but the reality is, is you can get a whole new look just by using a new type of grout. Hey, Steve, we had the Tile Doctor on our show back in February. Uh, Kurt Rapp was, is the person that we interviewed, and he went through all those products. So if anybody want to touch base, and this is under the uh, Leave it to Cleaver series because Steve Cleaver is the one that put us in touch with the Tile yeah, Doctor, yes. Certain Teed, and all these other great uh, shows mm -hmm. that we've had. Yeah. Well, I want to give you one more idea that you may not think about because it has to do with mobility outside of the home. Mm -hmm. When you're growing older, you have more time on your hands and more and more people are traveling. Well, as we're thinking about the bathroom, the worst thing that can happen when you're traveling is to have a catastrophic leak. Mm. There's a company called streamlabswater.com that has a streamlabs control that you can actually monitor from your cell phone. And if you were to have a leak, you could turn off your water remotely without the expense. Wow. That's pretty cool. So I'm sure that at the main is where they have something connected that is connected to the network that could then be controlled through the app, which is also measuring the water throughout the system. That's pretty That's darn right. cool. That's pretty and, darn and cool. And most people are, are um, not always concerned about catastrophic loss, but what they should be concerned with is the amount of money that literally is going down the drain. <laughs> a leak isn't just coming out into the room. It's, it's a leaky toilet flap or some of these others. Yeah. This smart home hmm. device allows you to monitor and control your water usage. Wow, that's so smart. Yeah, that's a very, very good point. I, I like that. And, and I think maybe, I don't know if it was a, a show that I was listening to, or maybe I heard Mark talking about it, um, but that, that is something that people who, you know, have the sprinkler systems in their home that could be leaking and they don't, they're not aware of it, and it doesn't really become apparent until you get the $600 water bill, you know, having the ability to troubleshoot that, utilizing something like Streamlabs Water uh, com is probably a great idea, a great idea. It's using ultrasonic waves mm. in order to measure the flow through your pipe. So uh, when it detects a variance from normal, 
it will alert you. Cool. Hey, Steve, um, talking about water and everything, what about the vanities that are in, in, in just in the kitchen, the, the faucets, those types of things as you get older? What are some of the age-in-place uh, products that might be handy in that? Well, you can lower your sink heights so that you can accommodate a wheelchair, or you can have level handle lever handles or pedal-controlled faucets. You can have pull-down shelves that will have your medicine, for example. You can put lighting around the toilet to serve as a nightlight. There are so many simple modifications to your home to make it convenient and stylish. With the vanity you mentioned, in, uh, and I hope you didn't already mention this, but um, that's one thing. If you are in a wheelchair, sometimes those vanities aren't going to work out too well, right? Right. You want to be able to make sure that you can pull the wheelchair in under the sink so you can lower it so that you have access to it. Again, these are simple uh, but elegant solutions mm-hmm. where it doesn't necessarily have to look like it was a hospital room, but instead it was a European fine hotel decor where there are different levels of your vanity. There's no reason that you have to have one level of your vanity. You could have the sink lowered and the towel rack higher. And you could do that like maybe you would have a, a, a on the door or on the, the I guess the panel there, you could lower it and, and raise it. Maybe if you have a child that wanted to use it, those type of things, or is that, is that is this a permanent thing? Well, either way, you could have it where it's on hinges. The the pull-down that I was talking about before, there's no reason that your cabinets couldn't have racks inside where you grab Mm -hmm. onto it and pull it down, and it makes those accessible to somebody who isn't necessarily able to reach to those kinds of heights. Now, that makes sense. That does make a lot of sense. And, I mean, having, you know, nowadays, I mean, this is something small, but we have desks that easily go up and down. And some of them are electric and some of them are not. They just have the ability to use the weight of whatever the levering system is and move those up and down. Um, and that, you know, like the, the the Murphy bed concept, I guess, having something that's functional, stylish, useful, and develop that into a game plan for what your house is going to look like. If you're remodeling, if you're out there, if you're thinking about it, you want to do some kind of remodel of your home, you know, we have a lot of resources at thehousinghour.com, and we would love for you to check those out, and also utilizing Steve's um, access, all of the different companies that he mentioned, which we'll put those in the post. Um, and also don't forget that if you need to some funds for this, we can certainly help you with a refinance to maybe dip into some of your Reverse equity. mortgages. Yeah, reverse mortgages as well. Um, but we can help you with that as well. But we're going to continue with this conversation with Steve Cleaver right after these messages. In the middle of our street, our house. In the middle of our, our house, it has a crowd. There's always something happening and it's usually quite loud. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into The Housing Hour. Again, Kevin Ray here. Thank you for joining us. Check out thehousinghour.com, and we'll also have our guest information there um, on the post. We'd love for you to interact with uh, Steve, look at his site. Um, and you'll have all of that information at thehousinghour.com. Um, and also, um, today we're talking about uh, really a, a fascinating subject, and it's that's aging in place. So aging in place, we are talking about 
um, people who may be doing a remodel, say you're, you know, in your late forties and you're, I mean, any age really, and you're remodeling your home, there are certain concepts and certain things, concepts and technology and a variety of products that are out there that would allow you to, um, for lack of a better way of putting it, kill two birds with one stone because you can be stylish. You can be cool. You can have it look modern, but then you can also serve dual purposes. Number one, whatever functionality that you're looking for in the remodel, but number two, things that would allow for you as you age, um, for it to be able to, uh, be user friendly, more user friendly, um, as you age, get older. Um, these, uh, linear drains are examples of that. Um, the, the vanity that goes up and down is another example of that. Um, the cabinet and shelving that he talked about, the lever handle, um, controlled faucets and having the ability to do all these things. So Steve, thank you so much. Number one, before we get back in, thank you for providing all this great info. Oh, it's my pleasure. Just Absolutely. remember because a bathroom is designed to be more accessible. Doesn't mean it has to skimp on style on style. Absolutely. I agree completely. So, um, Mark, you had a question. Yeah, I, I did. Steve, um, you know, in 2016, you did a smart home technology show with us, and then you made some prediction. And in 2018, you made predictions in two years, and they came true. And we had a show in 2018 with you, and we went over those predictions. One of them was the, the um, refrigerator and the smart refrigerator being able to uh, interact with the refrigerator to tell you about what's, what's available, what's been used in it, so you can go to the grocery store and get your list and those types of things. Is that technology um, utilized really in this age in place? Because now it would seem to me that the app could be available for the children to watch what the parents' food content is in that refrigerator to make sure that they're eating properly. All right. How many Heinekens did dad have? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking Absolutely. that. Absolutely. <laughs> technology is adapting to lifestyle. Yeah. And so when, when we talk about the technology in the refrigerator, let's also remember things like the dishwasher that can reorder the detergent automatically when it is running out or to be able to call the repairman based on the age of the mechanism. So we, we all know that these um, Amazons and some of the other um, chewy that is delivering dog food and uh, straight to the home. As people age, they're not going to be driving cars as much. That's why Uber and Lyft and some of those other technologies are here. Our appliances and the products inside our house are interacting with the manufacturers to make it easier for these items to find their way into your home. Yeah, and I mean, I'm thinking in terms, too, of, you know, you have a parent, they have a specific diet that they have to eat or maybe that they need to eat. And, you know, and it may be, I mean, I know that the technology is a little limited, but um, you can have these things automatically showing up at the door once that dispenser is, is, you know, completely empty. Um, so, I mean, there's a, a wide range of opportunities there, you know, not just with the Heinekens, of course, I was joking, but um, whether mm -hmm. that be, you know, paper towels or things that they just, you know, they're not going to be able to go out and be able to get that at the store. Because when you get to a certain age, your driving becomes more limited 
and they want to be independent as it is. So they don't want to have to call their daughter or their son or their granddaughter or grandson and say, Hey, I'm out of, you know, I'm out of paper towels or I'm out, you know, this is something that we can do using some existing technology to help fill a need while at the same time, if you're 30, wouldn't you love that? Well, yes, but also when you're 80, you'd love it then too. So that's great. There's a new subscription model for air filters that oh, can use we need to that. replace your furnish. And we, if you yeah. don't want to do the subscription model, you can go on Amazon and have autofill, where the air filter is already sized and comes at a routine schedule so that you can just slip it in yourself. Do they put it in for you? You just said slip it in yourself. I, I, well, this is... this. Uh, series is all about independent living. (laughs) Steve, my goodness. You don't realize how funny you are. I don't believe. No, you're right. That's true. Um, I hate dealing with those, but you're right. Those are something that I can do. But, uh, you know, for those, the the kids should be helping with that for the parents because getting up on a stair, you know, on a, on a step stool can be dangerous. So uh, what I said wasn't completely far-fetched. Absolutely. And, and why not have a robot that cuts your grass at the same time? <laughs> oh, they have them. Well, you do I'd have those, to have too. You do, uh, I don't know. We're going to change this from leave it to Kleber to, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's fine. The Jetsons. Uh, that's right. <laughs> that's the Jetsons. Awesome. Well, the Jetsons now, I, you know, I heard somebody say, and this is kind of a millennial thinking, but, you know, that the Gen Zs or even whatever the next generations are, are going to think that the Jetsons was written based upon something that was in the past. Right. And and for our generation, it was about the future and the future is now. Yeah. So like when Patrick and Olivia's kids, they're going to see the Jetsons and they're going to think, oh, this is about things that happened in the past. I mean, let that sink in for a minute, Mark. Mm. That is pretty deep. Um, well, think about think about Dick Tracy, and he had a phone on yeah, his wrist. Right. Ah, yeah, yeah, Secret Service does that all day long now. Yeah, well, so do I. I've got a phone on my wrist with my i with my, right. my watch. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and I mean, even with the technology, I was watching a video from Tesla the other day where you know this couple didn't want to get wet, so they had their Tesla come and pick them up at the front door. I mean, these things are possible, not a problem. Absolutely. And I'm glad you're holding me accountable. I'm, I'm humbled and honored that you remember back a couple of years things we're talking about. And, and I hope in, in turn that the things we're talking about today as population ages, that you're going to see that these become routine as well. Yeah, Mark has some more questions. Well, just the, the health and safety issues are always at the, the, the front of my mind. And you don't want them getting hurt in there. And I remember my father, uh, my mother had came in and the hot water heater was like 125 degrees, 130 degrees. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the plumber looked at me, he goes, what, what, is no one checking on this? And well, what do they have to, to help prevent some of these safety issues in the household that's smart technology now? Well, there's thermostatic. This isn't so smart. It, it's mm-hmm. just routine. Thermostatic anti-scalding controls and pressure balanced faucets. These are routine items that a plumber can install that has a limit to the amount of heat that can come out of your shower or your faucet. And yeah. we talked before about lever handles or pedal control faucets. Mm-hmm. Um, those, those are things that will be safe for you. We talked about non-slip flooring throughout the home. 
uh, incorporating multi-level work areas with appropriate lighting, installing cabinets with rollout trays, mm-hmm. um, appliances you mentioned before, easy-to-read controls. And how about just rocker and light switches mm-hmm. so that you have that night light built in so that you're not tripping over something without having to turn on the light. Ah, that's true. Yeah, and you, have you ever seen that movie, uh, It's Wally by Chance? It's a Disney movie? Absolutely, and so, I think that yeah. was an indication of, of where society was going. Yeah, exactly, but they need to have an exercise room on that big ship because the captain, he just had gotten very large, and, you know, this technology is not meant to uh, replace, you know, healthy eating and exercise, right? And maybe that's why the keto diet is so important because people are cutting back on the carbs rather than exercising. Yeah. And I would recommend to anybody out there to uh, go read the obesity code. That's a whole nother subject. Um, Steve, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been extremely insightful. Thank you for inviting me. It's been my pleasure. Absolutely. And I have a feeling if we if we let him loose, he could get real funny real quick. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So we're going to um, have this show up for you. And we love for you to provide feedback. And you know what? Share it with other people. You know, if you have somebody who this might be of interest to, um, you know, my sister is building a house and I need to get this information to her. I already texted her about the, the heated towels. But we want to thank our guest, Steve Kleber, Mark, and also everybody here at the station. And thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week right here on the Housing Hour. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know, so come here to find out. Also check us out at thehousinghour.com. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.